Hi, this is Mayor Weingarten. During the first part of this week's show, my microphone wasn't working. Probably had something to do with the mute button that was accidentally activated. So, the music came through okay, but not the talking, which some may find was an improvement. Anyway, after a little cosmetic surgery, it's all fixed. We're happy to present... Cheti Yar, Tafshin Ayin Vav, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank 
לאישה נמוכה, אם לא תאכל, לא תגדל אף פעם.
We are having a lot of technical difficulties today. And it looks like we will continue to have technical difficulties today. Because for some reason or another, this is just not working. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, Part of the problem seems to be that the microphone isn't working. Part of the time, I don't know. We're having lots of technical difficulties right now. I'm using some sort of a little makeshift uh, thing that we set up over here. And I hope that you will uh, be able to hear me. I think you are hearing me based on what I, what I hear. Um, did, did any of the show come through until now, the first 20 minutes of it, other than the music? I don't know. I do not know. We have a special Omer period format of music, which is slow and inspirational, and Israeli in our case. We played for you Kanfei Ruach, which was... Uh, sung by Benny Landau and the students of the Yeshiva Litzi'irim, which is um, the Merkaz Harav High School. And that was in memory of the um, three young men that were kidnapped and killed, and those also at the Yeshiva Merkaz Litzi'irim, the eight boys that were killed in a terrorist attack years ago. We opened up with Mikdash Melech by Yishai Rebo. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are hopefully tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. We'll go to one more song, and we'll see if everything is working well. We'll be able to um, carry on with some of the things that we planned to do today. We're going to debut a song, brand new music. It is uh, a duet of Aharon Razel and Hanan Yovel. And the words to the song were written by Chaim Nachman Bialik, the Israeli poet of the early years of the state and before. comes from a song that he wrote, a poem that he wrote called Yeshet Nafshachaladat, and these words are particularly poignant around the time of the Omer, Yom HaShoah, Yom HaZikaron, Umiyodea imlo nachaleidim otehem he'evirunu v'yaviunu ad halom. Who knows, if not for the streams, the rivers of tears of our forefathers, of the generations that preceded us. Those rivers did not bring us to the point that we're at now. And through their tefillot, which is what causes the tears, they're crying, through their tefillot to Hashem that they asked for this. This is a very famous quote that is used in Israel a lot. With their death, they commanded us to live and make the most out of life. A beautiful new rendition. This was put out uh, just about a week or so ago in honor of uh, Yom Hazikaron. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Me, you're there, 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 you
Beautiful stuff. That was uh, Aaron Razel and Hanan Yovel. Brand new music debuting here on The Israel Show. Thank you so much for being with us. And thanks to all of you who stuck with us during the uh, period of the back and forth that the, uh, we're having technicality, technicality, technicality difficulty. That sounds right. It, it rhymes. It even rhymes. Technical difficulties is what I'm trying to say. Um, and, and through the NSN app, I was getting the feedback from those of you who were listening in and commenting. Uh, our, our good friend from Australia, um, who, who was very, um, a very devoted listener and who, who was giving me feedback and some of the others. Uh, and I thank you all. And I understand that now you can hear me. It's not the, the best setup that we have now, but it's working. So, um, Last Thursday on J- over at JM in the AM, we um, celebrated Yom Ha'atzmaut. We did some interesting stuff. If you haven't heard it, then um, you should go on to the, uh, the JM in the AM um, archives, which you can find at nachomsiegel.com. 
listen to the show. The first hour is great Israeli Yom Atzimot music, and then hours two and three, Nachum and I um, do our usual Yom Ha'atzma'ot thing, and uh, there were some highlights, and mainly the story of James G. McDonald. We'll tell you more about that maybe at a future show, but it's also on the Facebook page. Um, some of the things that we spoke about are links to um, the information about uh, McDonald, and uh, that's facebook.com slash The Israel Show. And uh, in the last week, I, I thank you all so much. We have five new likes, five people who have liked the page, bringing us now to a great number of 375. We're three-quarters of the way over to our next goal, which is 400. I appreciate everybody. Um, the latest uh, likes according to Facebook, but they're very hard to deal with. You don't know what's real and what's not. But according to them, the latest likes are from Mark, Tamar, Stuart, Atara, Susie, Rachel, Eli. I thank you all so much for uh, liking us. And it is important for the success of the page that you like it, but also that you like individual posts that we do. It helps build up um, what they call reach and engagement. If you click on a link that we post, that creates what they call engagement. It's uh, all technical stuff, but it's all very important. Uh, I promised to talk about two things. I don't think we're going to get to both of them, but we'll try and do at least one of them. You may have heard in the news that the deputy chief of staff of the Israeli army spoke on uh, Yom HaShoah, on Holocaust Memorial Day, and said some things that have created quite, quite a storm. So, we're going to share it with you, try and analyze it, and some of the repercussions of it. And uh, it's food for thought. So, in this speech that he gave, in uniform, by the way, he was in uniform, and this was an off-the-cuff speech. He wrote it. It was um, quite clear that he took times, time to sit and um, put together his thoughts and write them out clearly. So this was surely premeditated. He, this is what he wanted to say. And um, it was no slip of a tongue. And the, basically the concept that he said was that as he looks and thinks about the Holocaust and he looks around him, he says what frightens him as he remembers the Holocaust is that I discern, he says, I discern nauseating trends in Israeli society that took place in Europe in general and in Germany, specifically back then, 70, 80, 90 years ago, and I see evidence of them here in our midst today. Now that is a shocking statement comparing what's going on in Israel today to the hate that was being taught and, and generally used in Germany and in Europe to create the feeling in the public that the Jews are, are, are subhuman. Here's the, we'll play you the, the audio clip. You can hear it specific words, Europe, 
Edut here means seeing evidence of them. Kan bekir benu hayom. Here it is. Im yesh mashub shemafchid oti bezichron hashoa uzui talichim eorei chalchala shitrachashu beEuropa bichlal uveGermania bifrat az lifnei shivim shmonim vetishim shana umesiat edut lehem kan bekir benu hayom be'alpaim v'sheshesre. Believe it or not. He got support. He got support from the chief of staff. He got support from the minister of defense, Bugi Yalon, who sits in a Likud government headed by Bibi Netanyahu. Mr. Netanyahu, on the other hand, slammed the words that he said. He said they were totally inappropriate. They're totally untrue. Surely they're inappropriate on Yom HaShoah to compare what's going on in Israel to say that you see things that are going on in Israel, trends that remind you of Germany before the war and during the war, 70 years ago. And you say, so what in the world is he talking about? Like, sound, he sounds like a BDSer. And there's more. He continued. He says, after all, there's nothing simpler and easier than hating the foreigner. There is nothing easier and simpler than arousing fears and intimidation. There's nothing easier and simpler than becoming bestial, foregoing principles, and becoming smug. On this day, meaning on Yom HaShoah, we can discuss our ability to uproot the first signs of intolerance, violence, and self-destruction as part of the moral decline. So on Yom HaShoah, when anti-Semitism around the world is growing, where you have a BDS movement that is growing, that incites against Israel, that promotes hate. When you have people around the world led by Iran who deny the Holocaust, he considers it important on this day specifically to say that he sees trends in Israeli society that remind him of Europe and Germany before the war. And that, yeah, it's very easy to hate the strangers if that's what Israelis are doing. They're all hating the stranger and they're all becoming like animals. Here's the second. Uh, here's the second part of that. Uh, the quote that we just are talking about. I mean, and I'm bringing these quotes so that you should know that I'm not making this up. I'm not. Uh, somehow spinning them or, or doing anything like that. This, these are the exact words you're hearing the clip of that speech. So what is he referring to? Well, before we get to that, I'm sorry, let's ask this question. What was the reaction? As I said, Prime Minister Netanyahu excoriated him, condemned him. And Prime Minister Netanyahu told the defense minister that he has to condemn it and the defense minister didn't and that's very interesting we never said his name I'll tell you his name is Yair Golan he's a general in the Israeli army we have tremendous respect for him as such but I think there's something very misguided in, in his thinking so what happened was and some people think that he apologized the next day. He did not apologize. The army put out a statement saying 
that it's an absurd and baseless comparison, meaning comparing Israel to, to pre-war and during the war, Germany and Europe. I had no intention whatsoever to draw any sort of parallel or to criticize the national leadership. The IDF is a moral army that respects the rules of engagement and protests, protects human dignity. Well, basically, if you consider that he doesn't apologize for what he says, if you consider that he didn't actually say these words, and they were put out by the um, spokesperson division of Tzahal, one has to assume that he doesn't believe this spin. This is spin. That, in fact, he doesn't retract what he said. They retracted what he said. And yesterday, shockingly, the Minister of Defense, Mugi Yalon, spoke publicly before soldiers and he said, I encourage the officers of the army to continue to speak their mind, to continue to say things that they believe may not be popular, to continue to say things that will provoke us to think and so forth and so on. Meaning, the Minister of Defense is giving him support, he has his back. Imagine, by the way, this person could be the next chief of staff of the Israeli army. And what seems to be happening, and I, it's not my saying this, I wouldn't know enough, but, but analysts in Israel seem to feel that in the higher levels, on the higher echelons of the army, there are influences that bring the officers to this type of thinking. And we will see after the next song, we're going to play for you clips of a speech that the same Yair Golan gave 10 years ago, 10 years ago, before a group of Mechina students, students that finished high school and were preparing to go into the army, they were in a Mechina, a religious Mechina in Nogdim, which is near Tekoa. And here what he said in his mindset, and that I guess tells us a lot about uh, what he thinks and what others, what others probably think as well um, in the army. We're going to go to um, Ariel Horowitz, the son of Naomi Shemer, Rakafot ben Haslaim. Even though things seem really bad at times in Israel, having said all of that, Ariel Horowitz sings to us, having said all of that, when push comes to shove, when you need someone to fight, when you need somebody to crawl into the ditch and shoot back at the enemy, the Jewish people, the people of Israel, suddenly sprout like the raketh flower that comes out from the cracks and the crevices of the stones. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. Thank <laughs> you. 
Yeah, he has the, uh, oh, what's going wrong now? He has his mother's emotional, beautiful emotional um, presence, I guess. Ariel Horowitz, Naomi Shemer's son, singing Rakhafod Ben Haslein. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. The Israel Show is sponsored by Nefesh Ben Nefesh. An organization that provides Olim with needs-based financial aid, employment resources, assistance with governmental absorption, community-based guidance and support, making each individual's aliyah as successful as possible. 
Nefesh B'Nefesh charter flights. A specially commissioned El Al flight. In which the entire plane is reserved for Olim from the United States. They are legendary. If you haven't been to their website, please go there. Check out. Check out the flights. What the, uh, the video. Take a look at the exciting ceremony that takes place when they arrive. Nefesh Benefesh has made Aliyah an in-thing for Jews in America. So go to their website, www.nbn, Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org, dot il. The Israel Show is proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. We were talking about um, what some would call a scandal. <laughs> um, the Deputy Chief of Staff, the number two man in the Israeli Army, General Yair Golan, spoke on Yom HaShoah, and basically he said, he gave a Musr schmooze to the, Jew, to the Israelis. He said that he sees certain tendencies in the Israeli public that remind him of the period in Germany and in Europe 70, 80, and 90 years ago. And of course, one would have to imagine that he wasn't real. He didn't realize the effect that this will have around the world. He obviously didn't realize that every anti-Israel campaign will now use this. The BDS will put it on headlines. And in fact, here's a headline that I found on an online paper the next day: Israeli General Yair Golan, quote, "Israel is acting like Nazis." He didn't say that, but divrei chachamim, I'm sorry, chachamim, he's a harubi divreichem, smart people, be careful what you say. If you're saying in public on Yom HaShoah, and you're dressed in uniform, of course, there's a picture of him in uniform here with his rank, and you say there are tendencies in Israel that remind you of Germany, so, so the, the, the haters are going to say Israel's acting like he said it, he said it, I don't say it. And now the subheadline in this rag is perhaps it's high time to treat Israel the same way that the Zionist movement treated Nazi Germany in the 1930s. If the Israel regime refuses to abide by practical reason, then perhaps it's high time for them to taste their own medicine. That's, that's a rather radical response. But that's the kind of response one has to think about when you say something like this. Now, to the mindset of um, Yair Golan. Yesterday, yesterday, Someone released, I don't know who it was, someone released a recording of Yair Golan from 10 years ago. Obviously, at that time, he wasn't a general, and he wasn't yet the number two man in Sahal. He was, but he was an officer, and he was speaking before a group of uh, yeshiva students in Michinak Dam Tzvait, um, the one-year program that you can do after high school. You can go to a Michina for one year and you study, and you strengthen yourself, both physically and spiritually, and then you go and do a regular army service. This is, for many people, has become a, uh, an alternative to Hezder. So those who want to sit and learn for the, for the full time in the Hezder program, it's a five-year program with the army, they do that, and many who just don't feel that that's their place or their ability to sit and learn for so long, not attracted to it, they go to Mechina. The famous Mechina we speak about often is the one in Eili, 
B'nei David. This was the Mechina Nukdim. It's called Magen Shaul. So, this was about one year after the um, expulsion from Aza also. And for ten years, nobody released it. That means somebody had this recording and just kept it. But it would seem that as a result of Deputy Chief of Staff Golan speaking on Yom HaShawah about how he sees certain tendencies in Israel and that reminds him of Germany and how someone must have felt how inappropriate it is and felt a need to expose some of Yair Golan's thinking. Yesterday they, um, they leaked to the press uh, some pieces from that talk. And it's quite frankly, to me it's a bit disturbing. Basically he says that when the army, when the Israeli army is up against a group of civilians or a mixture of civilians and combatants, we, the soldiers, have to take risks. And it's un- unthinkable, he says, unthinkable, that we, in order to save ourselves from danger, will decide that we're going to just tear down a house. And in that house, even though we know there's a terrorist in the house, a lot of other, what they call um, collateral damage, a lot of innocent people will get killed. No, we, can't, we cannot do that. And... Um, that we take human life unjustly. Therefore, this is a key, a military unit, if the military unit needs to take risks to its own life in order not to hurt or kill, but he says, to hurt non-combatants, Ken, yes, he tikafsi kunim al menat lo livgoa be biltimu uravim. Aval, mitzichaliv goa rak be michablim, but if the target is to kill people that are only terrorists, there's nobody there but a terrorist, tzichal asodet zebatsurach hibtuchashesh. Then they have to be as, as secure as possible. So, here, here is the, here's this part of this uh, recording. ולכן, אם יחידה צבאית צריכה לפסול סיכונים על מנת לא לפגוע בבלתי מעורבים, כן, היא תיקח סיכונים על מנת לא לפגוע בבלתי מעורבים. אבל, אם היא צריכה לפגוע רק במחבלים, אז זה בצורה הכי בטוחה שיש. I'll say that, קטונתי, I don't feel that I'm, I'm capable of commenting. On that, having never been in the army and not and not being a rabbi, but I wonder is that is that really so? Should we sacrifice, be ready to sacrifice the life of a Jewish soldier in a war situation in order not to hurt civilians who are amongst the terrorists? And then one of the students asks, "Im ma ta'adif?" If the choice will be 
right? You're a soldier, you're standing before a, a decision that you have to make, and the choice is going to be civilians of the enemy or our soldiers, what do you prefer? And he says, Ezrachim, Musarit. He thinks that's an ethical way. You're standing in front of a house. You're not going to kill a 60-year-old woman, even if she is an Arab. And then they get into a, a, a longer conversation. Here's a, let's see, hopefully we'll have time for this. Here's a one-minute clip, which begins with him saying, Ezrachim, uh, Musarit, and so forth, in, in which he basically says, I think that you should put an Israeli soldier in danger in order not to hurt civilians of your enemy. Notice that one of the students yelled out, That's the part that doesn't seem to register on the other side. But he is your enemy. I expect the commanders to evaluate the situation and uh, to act in a reasonable way. I'm not really sure what that means. Uh, again, I don't feel that I can comment, and I'm curious to hear from listeners. You can go to our Facebook page and definitely post your opinions on the subject. It's uh, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. Um, and I'm curious also what Rabbanim say. I'm going to try and get in touch with some Rabbanim who are in Israel who have done the army and hear what they have to say. Um, I have uh, one more quick thing. We play this on JM and the AM and it's just, you know, uh, in our attempt to close with a positive uh, thing. At the uh, traditional torch lighting ceremony on Har Herzl on the evening between Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaShoah, Israel Memorial Day and Israel Independence Day, every year 12 civilians are picked to light a torch. It's a big, big honor in Israel to be one of the torch lighters. And this year, one of those was a bus driver. Yeah, a bus driver. His name is, Herz- is Herzl Biton of Moroccan origins. His bus was attacked by a terrorist about a year and a half ago. He was stabbed. He had blood all over himself. And yet, he got the koach within himself to overcome the terrorist, 
subdue him and save the lives of others on the bus. And so he was, um, he, he was um, given the honor to light what they call the Masso'ah, the flame, the, the torch. And before the lighting, each person reads a little statement, and it always starts with Ani, I, so-and-so, son of so-and-so, I'm lighting this torch, Madlik Masuazo, in honor of, and so forth, and then they have a long s- segment, and then it ends with Lutiferet Medinat Israel. Herzl Biton, just, you, you heard him from his heart, from his kishkas, he read his statement, invoking God's name, saying Shechianu, talking about the greatness of the Jewish people. The whole thing's a minute and a half, but I gotta tell you, it was on every newspaper, it was in the headline of every newspaper in Israel the next day. So, instead of ending with a song, we're gonna end with a minute and a half of Herzl Biton's speech as he was lighting the flame, honored to light the flame on Yom Ma'ut. So we will do that right after we uh, close out and say thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network, especially Avrami today who worked especially hard at trying to get us, keep us on the air somehow. And my very special thanks as always to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, encore presentations of Eternal Flame with Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, followed by headlines with David Lichtenstein, and then the Great Monday Music Marathon. Until next Monday, immediately following JM in the AM. This is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. נכדו של רבי מסעוד בן שבת, זכר צדיק וקדוש לברכה. מדליק מסועה זו, בהודיה לשם יתברך, שהחיינו וקיבלנו והגיענו לזמן הזה. לכבודם של אזרחי ישראל, העומדים איתם מול התקפות הטרור, כבר יותר ממאה שנים לכבוד הצוותים הרפואיים, הארגונים והאנשים הרבים העוטפים ומחבקים אותנו נפגעי הטרור ומחזקים את רוחנו לכבוד עם ישראל שאין כמוהו You've been-